Thank you for joining Analytics Today, a podcast series that focuses on big data and analytics and the latest trends in the digital world. I'm your co-host, Jeremy Roberts, and with me always is my co-host, Samir Khan. Hey, Samir. Hey, Jeremy. How's it going? Yeah, you know, it's good. It's uh, almost Halloween time. I'm I'm actually struggling to figure out which costume I want. Um, you know, and I, I, I decided to grow a beard, so I don't know if I... Uh, if I should have a costume that includes a beard or something, it's, it's a, it's a real struggle in my life right now. So <laughs> I, I can't That's figure awesome. out what to do. Yeah. But uh, today's another fantastic day for us. Um, we, we are privileged to have, you know, uh, another great, um, guest on our show today, actually the CEO of Percuto. And so, you know, uh, Alex, uh, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me uh, today. I'm, I'm really, uh, I'm ha- really happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. So a little bit about Alex and, and just to brag a little bit. Um, I basically have stalked you on LinkedIn and have looked at your career highlights. So if you don't mind, since you publicly put these out there, I'll kind of, you know, make you blush a little bit by what you've allowed people to say <laughs> about you. But, you know, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So. Alex uh, successfully built the most recommended Marketo Platinum Partner Service Agency with an NPS of 57, which is fantastic. Um, 30-plus employees, 400-plus projects. He's a speaker at SMX Conference, Marketo Summit, AMA Webinar, various webinars, strategically partnered with Google for website optimizer, product launch, selected among only six companies worldwide. Um, successfully created and built and launched the most popular landing page solution called PageVestor for Salesforce's App Exchange, and also named App Exchange Essentials and selected as the only application under Google AdWords category, um, which is holy crap, that's pretty awesome. Um, successfully created and built and launched Canada's number one online broker for active traders, uh, Disney Direct. And generating millions of dollars in profits for Quebec's largest uh, financial institution, De Jardin Group, if I pronounced it correctly. And then uh, successfully founded and built and launched and sold Quebec's largest financial website, Webbin.com, to Quebec's largest media company, Quebec Core Media. So hopefully that summarized you in a nutshell, if there's anything else you want to add. No, no, I think that's great. I mean, now I feel old when I start to hear everything I've done in my career, but uh, yeah, it's all good. Fantastic. So, uh, you know, let, let's just get straight into this and I'll, I'll ask the first question and we'll go a little round robin here. But, you know, the first one is, so tell us more about your company. You know, tell us more about, you know, um, what you guys do at Percuto and then what do you do? What What is your role? Mm-hmm. So, Percuto basically, the, the purpose of Percuto is to help CMO uh, and VPs of marketing who are desperately looking for ways to better leverage the tools they have uh, to grow their revenue. So, basically, we're offering services uh, to support uh, to support them in that journey of generating more revenue. Um, the company itself, we're about thirty employees, uh, full time employees. Uh, we're geographically uh, distributed across North America, uh, and uh, we are uh, providing uh, services to uh, uh, market all clients, basically, because that's that's the platform, that's the backbone platform that we're supporting, and we're helping them with all the surrounding martech that exists that are connected, and so on and so forth. So, in, in a nutshell, that's what we do, um, and we're really really focused on that. 
That's and and I think Samir, before you get into your question, I, I'm just curious too. So, you know, we always like to ask the question for you know people in your position with the, the vast amount of experience that you have. Um, you know, when you get to this point where you're really the CEO of the company and, and you're really running it, you know, how how much do you miss that that hands-on tactical feel, like getting into that day to day? Mm-hmm. That's a very good question. I think I was I was fortunate enough to like start uh, from from the early days, right, of marketing automation, and and I, I kind of was really really involved into uh, putting in place the the configuration, the strategies, the and then the setup and everything. Um, I was actually customer one sixty three at Marketo, so from the five thousand they have right now, so that was that was pretty early. Uh, but you know, once you start to do that, you get experience, you're, you're uh, <laughs> sometimes bending the system a little bit. Um, but when you build your company, you're, you're really switching your hat. You're, you're really want to make sure that you're, you know, hiring the best people out there. You want to make sure that you, you give them all the, the tools and the power so they can, they can be, you know, uh, super good at what they do. And now your role is really changing to making sure that you are empowering your team. So for me, uh, I I won't say that I miss the days that I'm in the platform because now I'm, <laughs> I'm really challenged yeah. by new stuff, right? It's 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 really an, yeah. an evolution, and I'm I'm really uh, comfortable nice. with it. That's nice. Yeah, I think that's a great transition. So uh, kind of a it's very interesting. The next question is kind of segue to what you were saying. Alex says you have an interesting journey. So you started as a financial advisor. And then move on to becoming a marketing leader, and then finally a CEO of uh, Procuto. So, can you tell me? Uh, can you tell us uh, in the audience about this wonderful journey? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so, it's really in my younger days. I was passionate by trading, so I really started my career by as a stock broker. Uh, I worked on the Montreal Stock Exchange floor, and I was nice. super excited about that that type of career. Uh, but you know what? That that was late 90s and and at the time the internet was kind of starting to exist and uh, I kind of made a switch naturally by building uh, webfin.com which uh, became the largest financial website and it this is where I made the transition from being in the financial industry as a stockbroker towards more in the technology and marketing so I was fortunate enough to to sell it before the uh, internet bubble burst in 2001 um, and I was 25, so it, you know, it's, you're young. You've just built a company, sold it. So it's really what made my passion evolves towards technology and marketing. Uh, and at that point, I had various experience as um, as you enumerated uh, them before. But I built another company, a software company, at some point. Uh, to uh, there was no marketing automation platform really outside of Eloqua in those days. So I was kind of building something new, which pivoted towards uh, a landing page tool and, and, and all the integration we did with the app exchange and Google's and everything. So that was very, very exciting. And that's why today, uh, you know, when that company uh, reached a certain point, I moved on to more the marketing automation piece. So Marketo was for me back in 2008, uh, just a starting company, but it was the, uh, the, the company that will change uh, the, the way that marketing automation was perceived. And that's what they did. So I really uh, embarked in that bandwagon. I did uh, a lot of independent consulting. Uh, I made the move to go back on the client side because one of our clients actually hired me 
full time. So uh, internally, I build the whole team uh, of ten people, leveraging the the, the tool and the new uh, ideas that that they were offered with this kind of power with those tools. And from that point on, I realized that there was a lot more to be done uh, to support uh, you know the, the the extra complexity coming out of all of those platform and everything. So that's nice. why I really fully dedicated myself to build Percuto about four years ago, we started the company nice. and uh, yeah, that's, that's about it. So I, I think for our, our budding entrepreneurs, you know, the, the people that really want to make that transition from the corporate world and, and do their own startup, was there that moment where you just woke up one day and said, I, this is what I want to do? Or did, did you have a mentor or, I mean, how, how do you, or, or maybe you're a risk taker just because of your, your financial background or something, but <laughs> some, something in yeah. your head clicked. I, I'm sure it did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really the entrepreneurship. I, I, I tend to say, uh, you know, you, ha- you have that feeling inside of you. It's just, you, you don't sometimes when you're in the corporate world, you just don't want to, you know, uh, let it out because you're comfortable. But what, what happened is when you, your passion takes over, if, if you have an idea, if you have something that you yeah. feel the word need, uh, just do it. That's, that's really where your, your, uh, your switch will happen. You'll start to dedicate the effort and then you'll start to build something. And yeah. I, I didn't have any mentors at the time. I was fairly young when I started my first company. I didn't even know no, <laughs> kind of how to start a company and everything, but you, 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 you learn these things as you go. Uh, but the most important thing is really what, what is your passion? What is the thing that makes you smile when you wake up and just work around that and you'll be fine. Yeah. I think one of the loudest voices of the industry is, you know, somebody like Gary V who goes mm-hmm. out there and, and he definitely says these same things, you know, like what's your passion, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I love your story. So yeah, yeah Samir, yeah. if you want to, yeah, well, yeah, I was just adding one quick thing on, on the, you know, your story again, it's a wonderful story. So there are people, especially financial analysts that are, they're maybe listening to this podcast and they may be thinking about like, you know, how did he went from a financial advisor all the way to like a becoming a CEO of a marketing technology company? Uh, any word of advice for them? I am. I think is really keep learning because you know when when I started, I, if I just go even back further, uh, when I was at school, you know they always ask you what are you going to do later. So I had some ideas. I wanted to be an architect. I wanted to have some traditional. <laughs> I was scared you know, of that question for me. <laughs> I thought they're going to tell me I was going to be a garbage van or something. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 that's the thing, right? So you you have some ideas of what you should be doing in your life because this is what you're taught. But what I'm saying to my daughter, she's 16 today, so she's looking. What am I going to do later? I told I'm telling her, look, what I'm doing today didn't exist when I was asking myself those questions. So don't worry about it. Worry about what your passion is. Like worry that. about where you want to put your energy. What's like gonna that. give you the power to 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 wake up in the morning and have fun? And I don't know what it's going to be in ten, fifteen years from now. Honestly, with the technology and all the uh, AI, uh, you know, advancement and everything, I, I think it's gonna be completely different. So, back to your question, if if I'm speaking to financial analysts today, I say, look, if if you see there's something that 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 you can work that is related or even not related to, to finance, just, just do it. I mean, this is where you're going to find your way. Great. That's, 
that's that's awesome. Um, okay, so let's actually let's get back to your company first because I want I want our sure. listeners to be able to go and check out your website and stuff. So, um, what what pain points do you solve for marketers? You know, if in and when I say marketers, are we talking to you know, are we talking to like a director level? Are we talking to CMOs? Or really, those users? Mm-hmm. So there's two. We have different, definitely two different type of customers. So the first one being the the CMO, VP, directors type of group. And when we talk to them, what what they're telling us is basically they're investing a lot of money in tools like marketing automation, and they realize the ROI is not necessarily materialized. So it's it's you know it's still some investment, and it's it's not you know being being. Uh, uh, visible to return. Uh, another point they're telling us is they're struggling to prove how the marketing is having an impact because that's one thing to say that, oh, yeah, we're doing all of these campaigns, but really, are they bringing revenue? Are they really having an impact yep. on your business? Yep. And then the third point they're telling us is really my team is overwhelmed. I, I, I can't cope with work either because they left. I mean, they, they lost someone in their team or they have too many requests. They have too many things they, they want to do. They need to do. So these are the three main pain points that, that we're often hearing from uh, CMOs and directors uh, of marketing. And, and yes, if, yeah. no, no, go ahead. If you had a no, question. I was saying, Samir, Samir, that kind of sounds like the conversations that you and I have on a daily basis on the podcast is really those pain points, but then, you know, how, how do you solve those problems and stuff? And, and it's really, you know, a company's revenue problems and the growth problems. It's, and we come back to this every podcast is marketing has to have a seat at the, at the leadership table. And that's where really it's going to make a difference in the company. Yeah, totally, totally. Absolutely. Very cool. So Samir, if you want to go to the next one. Yeah. Uh, anything to add further, Alex, before we move on to the next one? No, I think it's fine. I think it's a, it's, I think it's a common problem. I think there's different ways to solve it, but that's, uh, that's the role that we, uh, we tend to play with our customer. So it kind of a piggybacking to the earlier question that Jeremy was asking, and you did a pretty good job explaining. So kind of drilling a little bit more down to it. So what, uh, what kind of excites you about your company? Uh, and what keeps you going? What, what is that element? You know, there are so many marketing technologies. There are 5,000 of them, and they're popping up every single day. Uh, what is that excites you about Percuto? Mm-hmm. I, I would say it's, it's change. Uh, everything changes so rapidly. Uh, we need to be on top of our game all the time. Uh, solution that we were proposing uh, 18 months ago uh, you know, they might not be valid anymore because there's a new piece of technology, there's a new way of doing things. So it's it's constant. So this is really, really what I appreciate about being fortunate to be in that space where, uh, you know, marketing is fun. <laughs> there's so many new things, so many new challenges. It we absolutely is fun. I love it. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's I'm not on the creative side of marketing, but I'm on the really, really, uh, I would say a complex technology problem solving side of it. And, and, and what's cool is that there's always a new solution. We need to keep up. And that's really what keeps me up, making sure that we stay ahead, that we are always in front of, of those changes with making our client benefit from it. So I, I guess maybe even to add on to that one, and we asked this in our last uh, interview was, what percentage of time do you do you kind of give to your leadership team and even your staff to say, 
we need to spend this amount of time or a dedicated amount of time to learn and go out and, and learn mm-hmm. new things rather than, you know, try to make more efficient and do more with what you have. You know, how, how do you, do you, do you say, mm-hmm. Hey, let's spend a half a day on a Friday every two weeks and just go out and try to learn something new and see how that can make the company grow. Mm-hmm. This is a very good question. And, and, and I'm glad you're asking this actually, because it's very important for us that our employees are always at, at the top of their game. So uh, we have baked in our, uh, in our, um, uh, in, how, how should I say this? We have baked in our, in our process for employees to make sure they can spend five to 10% of their time, on learning new stuff. So it, whether it's getting a certification on the platform, whether it's actually learning a new piece of technology, uh, we want to make sure that they do it. And we have our managers making sure that everybody in the team is utilizing his learning time to uh, as its best of the capacity. So it, it's very important for us. Yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. And I think other CEOs should listen to what you're saying because – there's a lot of people out there who say just we don't have time or we don't have in the budget. And it's just I, I believe it's completely wrong for that approach. So I, I cannot agree more than that. <laughs> fantastic. So uh, the next question here is um, I see that you're good friends with our buddy Scott Brinker. So, Scott, mm-hmm. if you're listening to this, hey, Scott, how you doing? <laughs> um, so uh, I, I've had the privilege and Samir and I have had the privilege of both interacting with Scott and then also speaking at, uh, at MarTech. And, you know, we always talk about the marketing stack and, you know, the technology stack and, you know, with this influx of companies coming in, you know, a lot of times people struggle to figure out how do you build your stack? Where does it fit within that stack? And, you know, I don't even know where to start. And I have this great tool like a Percuto. I don't even know what the hell to do with it. So what would, where would you say, where, where do you guys fit within that marketing technology stack? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what I like to say is that we're kind of the glue <laughs> between all of the, the, the piece of technology, right? Because as a service partner, what we're doing is to help remove uh, the complexity uh, from the different uh, technology that exists in the tech stack. And what we're seeing is that all the CMOs are, are, are really struggling with more and more complexity. Uh, they want to use this little new piece of software. They want to use that one. This new one is the new flavor of the month. So somebody's going to try it in his own. So what we're trying to do as when we're uh, working with our customers is really, hey, let's build a strategy. Let's build a plan so that your team can leverage all these different tools, but in uh, you know a, um, coordinated way. So there's like no uh, <laughs> there's no waste yeah. in somebody doing something alone in a silo. Um, so at this point, it's really making sure that we help them connect all their system and, and continue to, to leverage that, that, uh, that trend that we're seeing, which is company wants to have best of breeds in different technology. Uh, they don't want to have the big, uh, one, one size fits all type of solution. So uh, our role is really to, to make sure that we remove as much as possible complexity in, in, in leveraging those tools. And- and are, are you also considering um, kind of the data connectivity on that and passing data through so you don't have fragmentation? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Yes, data is a big challenge for, uh, I would say, all of our customers because they have so many places where they're collecting 
uh, not all the, the data is, is getting back into a central hub to be utilized. And that's why we're, we're always advising our clients to, uh, you know, as much as possible to bring the data into a central repository. And we typically like to use marketing automation as that component of their tech stack because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you can have multiple systems that will be leveraging uh, the data. The but same you want to make yeah. sure... Exactly. You want to make sure it's centralized and it's used by uh, the marketing automation tool. Nice. Great. Uh, so uh, speaking, you know, talking a little bit more on the data front, uh, there are so many different options today for customers to go and find a Marketo partner. Uh, you know, we use one of them and Procuto offers services. So how do you guys differentiate? Uh, you know, how do you guys stand above the noise? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, like we said earlier, it's, it's a cool space to be because it's, it's moving fast. There's a lot of things that are happening, but the, the way that we differentiate, honestly, it's our purpose. So, and, and the reason why I built this company uh, with my partner is really to provide a better workplace for all of our employees, right? Um, I was sick of seeing the agency model that burned down people's and they, they press everyone for every pennies. And for us, it was not a way. I mean, if, if I'm in a fortunate situation where I can build a company, I'm going to make it in a way that people love it to work there. And, you know, uh, that's something that differentiates us a lot from our competitors. And uh, because a lot of them are using the, the traditional agency model, like doing like 50, 60, 70 hours a week and everybody's burned down and lots of turnover. So we don't want that. So for us, we, we really established core values. We onboarded our employees. Uh, we found the best consultant on the market. We want to make sure they have that passion uh, to create a better workplace for themselves and for their colleagues. And, and the, the benefit of that for our clients is where we have really extremely happy employees, right? We have less turnover than anybody else. And what that tells us is basically if you have happy employees, they're going to have happy clients because they have fun. They, our clients love to work with us. And that's really, really what's happening. Uh, you know, at the beginning, when we started this business, we, we, you know, you have some advisors, you have people that have done it and have some experience. And then we were challenged with this model. People thought, hey, no, this is not how consulting works. You need to get more with your people, be more efficient, crank up the hours, blah, blah, blah. And we said, no, we don't believe in that. We want to make sure that everybody has a work-life balance. And that's going to make them do better quality work. And then clients going to love us. And that's how we're going to keep going. And honestly, after four years, that works. For us, it's been a very, very important thing. And I think this is one of the main things that set us apart from our competitors. You know, all you have to do is go to your website and you can see that. I mean, the, the actual faces and the pictures of the people smiling, those are real smiles. You know, those are really <laughs> yes. happy people. And, and I, I do love it. You go to your careers page and it says something like how to wow our clients. I mean, that's, it doesn't, it doesn't get easier than that. I mean, you know, for the CEO to come in and say how to wire your clients. I mean, I, I remember Samir and I used to work together and there was a CEO that talked about this idea and it, it was about all about this, um, giving out customer support or, or, in the best customer experience, the best customer culture. And they said that hiring great people builds a great culture. And that great mm-hmm. culture creates a great customer service. But it always starts with hiring great people. And, and it seems like you've done a fantastic job of that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. 
I, I think I, I tend to think we're doing a good job. <laughs> Our clients are telling us, but I always appreciate when we hear that from other people. Thank you. Great. You want to go for it next, Jeremy? Yeah, sure. Um, so, so let's talk about the future. Um, you know, I, I wish I had some future music. If we can edit in some really <laughs> cool, like like Conan O'Brien future music, like in the year two thousand something, right? So, um, where where do you see marketing automation? the industry, where do you see it going? I mean, because right now we all see what it's doing. Um, we, we all see the benefits of it, but there's gotta be something crazy and new, you know, with AI and all this stuff. Where is it going? What's your, what's your future pie in the sky? And feel free to give a crazy answer. And we'd like crazy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I think it's uh, the short answer is robot. I think <laughs> there will be, there will be more automation. It's going to be more powered by AI. Um, I mean, at, at this point, uh, it's it's a big buzzword. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody wants to incorporate. But I think in, in even as a short period of time, as in five years from now, it's not going to be a question about, oh, we have AI in our software. No, everybody's going to have it. It's going to be part of everything that we do, especially on the marketing side. There's so many things that we can do with data that this is really what's going to power. So I think the, the, the evolution, if you just look at it from the pure platform perspective, um, you know, you, you still have the marketos and the Oracle of this world that are uh, dominating the enterprise space. I think that's going to continue. Um, you have, you'll have, and you'll see smaller players continue to uh, appear uh, and, and, and to serve like more the SMB or mid market type of thing. Um, but I think that what I'll, what's going to happen more specifically about the MarTech, I think it's going to continue to converge towards the ad tech. So, and there, we've seen a lot of movement in that direction, but I think uh, the easier the tool is going to get connected together, the more the data is going to flow between what's coming from the advertising world uh, to the marketing world. I think it's going to to create new opportunities to uh, be more specific and build better engagement campaigns. Because at the end of the day, yes. what all this marketing automation, all of this um, uh, part of the industry is really to engage with customers on a one-to-one basis and, and no fake one-to-one basis, real one-to-one <laughs> conversation. Yeah. And yeah. I think this is really, really what's going to continue to uh, dominate the space. Um, I may want to have just one more thing. Uh, previously, you spoke about Scott, uh, you know, what he has done is a phenomenal job to, to, uh, make us aware about all the technology and everything but he's also very right about one thing which is the uh, the platform the openness of platform uh that will leverage many different smaller solutions um so the, the idea of having one uh, connecting many different best of breed technologies is something that's going to continue to 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 gain momentum uh now you'll see smaller application doing one little thing much more better and that's the combination of all of those little, very advanced uh, solution that's going to give marketers a, an advantage, making sure mm-hmm. that they are leveraging all the best in those specific categories. I think this is the model. This model is going to continue to prevail and increase for the next couple of, of years. I like it. That's a great. I'll, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, that's great. Uh, so, uh, in terms of you know, we talked a lot about. Uh, a lot of different stuff. We talked about, Alex, your career, your journey from financial advisor to a CEO of Percuto. We talked about how Percuto is differentiating themselves by staying out from the crowd and the noise and positioning them as a leader in uh, marketing automation and marketing technology consulting. Uh, where, and, and we also touched on kind of the future of uh, the technology. 
from in your opinion, like there's so much going on today. Like you know, people in an industry, you you're trying to figure out like how do I solve my marketing technology problem, my data problems, uh, how do I decide on which vendor should I pick and choose? How do you, from a Percuto standpoint, how do you summarize all of this for our audience? Uh, well, <laughs> that's a very no good pressure. question. I think yeah, no pressure on the question. <laughs> <laughs> summarize everything. No, I, I think you know. I, I think what's important is to 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 continue to stay focused on 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 what what those marketers are doing out there. They're they're taking the newest technology available to them. They are trying things. I think we're we're in a space where you need to continue to try things. You need to make sure that you're. Uh, having uh, experiments all across the board, so I, I think that's uh, that's what's going to continue to drive basically this uh, uh, this movement of, of marketers that we have in in, in, in today's world. But um, you know, in, in a in a broader scope of thing, I think it, it, it's really to uh, don't over engineer stuff. Make sure that you uh, when you do experiments that they're tracked and, and properly, and that you can measure results. And at the end of the day, uh, you should see all the benefits coming through. That's great, awesome. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I, I think we did a we've exhausted our questions today. But I, this has <laughs> been this has been absolutely you you, can, you have a chance to drink water. We'll, we'll let you take a break real fast. So um, no, this, this has been absolutely fantastic, and uh, you know I, I really think it, it's inspirational for our listeners to really understand you know and what I keyed on in is you know you have to find a passion you have to find something that you really enjoy and really want to do and just go out there and just do it you know and then build a team around you of people that are smart and people that you respect and you know a lot of times people want to they don't want to hire people that they think are smarter than them because they're afraid but you know it seems like what you're doing out there is you're going out there and hiring very smart people and hiring passionate people and happy people and and I think this formula works and, and, and it seems like it's just translated well into the success of your company. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and I, think, yeah. Uh, so, I also think uh, the the key to standing out about the noise, because I always think about, like, there is so much, you know, we used to say content is the king, and now everybody started producing so much content that it's not a king anymore. Uh, we used to say marketing technology is important, and, and now there are so many options that it's just too much going on. So I think what you guys are doing at Percuto, you know, kudos to you guys, is uh, figuring out a way to position yourself as a, a company where people can latch on to, especially for Marketo. Uh, I think uh, there are so many different vendors that provide Marketo consulting today, the marketing automation consulting. Uh, anyone who is interested and was listening to the call to learn more about Percuto, uh, please go to their website, P-E-R-K-U-T-O.com. Uh, they offer marketing automation consulting, specializing in Marketo. And, uh, you know, there we are. I think uh, lots of great input from Alex. And, Alex, thank you again. Uh, and I will hand it off to Jeremy to do the closing. Sure. And, and Alex, like I said, absolutely thank you again. And um, we look forward to having you on again and, you know, talking about where you guys were six months ago and where you are now. And, you know, we can't mm -hmm. wait to see the successes um, from you guys. But, um, as always to our listeners, you can check it out, check us out on www.analyticspodcasttoday.com and always feel free to send in those questions to Samir and I and send in some feedback to Samir and I. And we'd be more than happy to, 
if there's somebody you want us to interview, let us know. And we'll, uh, I mean, I really doubt we'll be able to call Bill Gates, but, um, <laughs> you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to be able to get them on, on the air. And as always, thank you, Samir. Thank you, Alex. And uh, we'll see you guys on the air. Thank you. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you.